Hello world, welcome to the Time for Talk podcast, your official guide to understanding speech and language delay with your host, Libby Smith. Hello everyone and welcome to the newest episode of the Time for Talk podcast. I am your host, Libby, and today I'm joined by another very, very special guest who is another fellow pageant girl. She is a UK's National Miss finalist and she is called Kirsty and we talked all about her lovely daughter called Summer. The main topic of today's episode is all about autism and basically just kind of talking about it, all the signs and how you can get help if you think your child is possibly on the autism spectrum so we had a really good chat despite some technical issues which we're still not sure what was going on there but despite the technical issues we made the podcast work and here is our chat could you please introduce yourself so your name and your title hi i'm kirsty and i'm your miss lancashire for the uk's miss national and so it'd be 2022 i can't believe we're in that year already (laughs) I know me neither and we're both competing at the same weekend as well which is exciting are we yeah um I think I think you're the night before me and then I'm the yeah the night after so oh wow are you you ready are you ready for it um I hope so yeah it's just all the last minute stuff now just trying to make sure I have everything what about you I'm the same exactly the same because it's like my first pageant as well it's oh, like really? I'm going off a checklist literally <laughs> like yeah. I need this 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 it's always good to have a checklist it means you're organized um yeah so yeah so like I said to you um I watched a live video that you did where you talked about your daughter and I was just wondering if you could mind telling me and the viewers kind of when you spotted um the signs and kind of how you kind of approached getting help for summer yeah um it was from really about eight nine months and I just thought she was a shy baby at first she wouldn't make eye contact with anybody like a grandparents or um literally anybody out of the side of our family like in the house um and I just put it down to her being a shy baby but um once she started to walk as well she was doing tiptoe walking for everything if she was watching telly, like concentrating on telly, she'd be on her tiptoes. And I mean like ballerina tiptoes, yeah. like really high up. And it was my dad actually who said, um, like, have I ever thought that she might have autism? He's done loads of training with his work on it. Yeah. Um, and then the more he said it, the more I started to pick up certain things. Like she would, she really would only eat like one certain thing. Um, she was really attached to me so there was a lot of like separation anxiety with her um, and she didn't like being in any new environment um, you know even taking her to a play centre she'd, she'd break down um, like crying um, so I, all these little things just kept mounting up for me and so with lockdown as well it made me think is it just because she's a lockdown baby that yeah. you know she's shy and she doesn't like the new places but I think as she started getting older and that shyness hadn't gone even with my mum who sees her probably the most often um, I did contact my health visitor and they were amazing and um, unfortunately from like having a I didn't have just one health visitor I've had quite a few so I've not even 
been able to build up that rapport with um somebody but i rang and they were they were amazing they came out straight away and and just from them looking at her behaviors in the house how she wouldn't interact with them she was crying when they came in and so I started to tell them like she, she gets so frustrated she bites her sisters or pulls her hair um, and I was like getting so worried thinking you know she's not at nursery to see that behavior or she never watches anything on tv but she just had this anger in her um which i've learned now it's just the frustration of her not being able to communicate in what she's feeling and wants um so what has the process been like so far with like getting appointments and like how's that been has it been relatively like consistent or um it's been quite hard like even though the initial process of like the health is signing up all these forms and it's been hard and I think because of the pandemic there has just been such a huge backlog so we're like having to go six months between each appointments um, and obviously it's they just do like cover the bases of everything like physiotherapy, speech therapy um, paediatrician so this started like beginning of last year and I've only seen three of the like 10 appointments I need so I think it's and they've all been great once we do have the appointment it's just such a long wait um yeah really long and I know my health visitor has pushed um because the nursery's pushed it as well she started nursery this year um, and that's been really hard because she just obviously doesn't like new environments and people. <laughs> so it's been really, it's really hard as a mum as well to watch her not want to form any friendships. Um, but I've got to get in my head that she's happy doing her yeah. own thing and being on her own. Um, so finally, I'd say in the last few weeks, she'll go in without crying. But it's oh, took me good. so long. But yeah so they've been great at pushing for appointments because they have like a say in it by doing reports so they've been really good at trying to get me appointments quicker but I think it's just a long process she like she's only three and I have heard you know to get the official diagnosis of you know where she is on a spectrum it can take up to nearly like the six seven year old so yeah I've just got to go along with it <laughs> well um so my my younger sister has um she actually got like fully diagnosed with severe speech delay but um initially I think we started trying to get her tested we, we got her tested for autism I think when she was around two or three and right. like you said like it it took quite a while and um she never I'm trying to think she never got the full diagnosis of like she has autism but she was on the spectrum I think I think she was on the lower end but even to just get that diagnosis it was quite lengthy which is the only kind of downside about it yeah yeah I have heard that so many times um, and it doesn't make it easy for the child and parent because you know you get school involved and you yeah. don't know where they should be based in the school so it is it is really hard and um, with summer speech like you said about the delayed speech and things she has it um and like I do joke and say she has selective like mute because <laughs> yeah. 
at home she's like so chatty and she can form sentences but out and about she refuses to speak um and if they even say at nursery she's just she's not putting sentences together and I'm like but at home she does yeah maybe it's like maybe it might be like a comfort thing maybe obviously because when she's at home she might feel more comfortable talking and all that stuff yeah Uh, yeah that's it so has she received a diagnosis yet now no no not yet um I think we've still got years of that it's like yeah it is it's so hard and she doesn't sleep as well so it's like her sleep is terrible and I've, I'm hearing more and more people who have like children who have autism that they have such like bad sleep patterns and hers are horrendous. <laughs> Before everything like was summer and all this did you have much like knowledge about autism and everything like that? Um, none at all um, and I feel like quite ashamed to say it I just didn't and I thought autism was just like just didn't all size fits kind of thing Um, and then it's not until having summer and I've researched it and I've spoken to a few other like mums and I've spoken to a few friends who've actually said you know they are on the autism spectrum that it is a huge spectrum and you know there's so many different types and so yeah I'm still learning with all of it at the minute yeah, and yeah, I definitely think, surprised. yeah, I was surprised to know that it's actually like a lot more common than I think yes. people realise it is. And that's the crazy thing, even though it's so common, I feel like e- even I didn't really know that much about it until my sister was getting tasked for it, which is so yeah. strange. And um, but yeah, the last question that I wanted to ask you. So what advice would you give to a parent who's in a similar situation to yourself right now? How could they go about like trying to support their child? <laughs> Um, I think you just got to you, you as you you know your child better than anybody else. So you know, and you say poorly, like you know your child, and I think that goes the same. You know, you tend to pick up the behaviours, the, the triggers, um, you know how they behave in certain areas, and you know it, it's hard because you don't want to miss out on like the whole childhood experiences but I know I can't take summer on the park if it's busy um so like we pick and choose our days so I think as a parent as well I'd just say you know speak to your health visitors because that's what they're there for yeah thank you so much for obviously joining and talking about your experience thank you I really I really appreciate it and the last kind of question just is if anyone wants to follow all your pageant stuff um what social media can they find you on um I'm on Facebook and Instagram and it's Kirsty's pageant journey Um, so yeah you can follow me on there (laughs) thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of the time for talk podcast i love chatting to kirsty i could not think of a better time to release this episode because it is actually autism awareness month so it's really really important that this episode is listened to and hopefully we have both shared some awareness for you all 
and yes please do take action speak to a gp please trust your intuition if you think your child has symptoms of autism please 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 get it checked and hopefully you can find out sooner If you would like to stay up to date on all the latest news surrounding Time for Talk, the podcast itself and any future campaigns we have going on, then feel free to follow us on Instagram at Time for Talk Podcast. And with all that said, thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you all in my next episode. Bye!